0: Hello, this is Melissa Hale Spencer, the editor of the Altamont Enterprise. Here, as always, with co-publisher Marcello Yaya to walk through this week's news, and we have a lot of it. Our front page top story is by Elizabeth Floyd Mayer with a wonderful picture by Michael Cough. These were protesters who were at the state capitol on Monday looking through the glass into the Senate Chamber lobby where they were not admitted, and they were urging the Senate to let the Child Victims Act come to the floor for a vote. It was not part of the state budget. Well, the Assembly and Governor supported it. The uh, Senate didn't let it come up for a vote. And we have here another wonderful picture by Michael. And he was on hand for a surprise for Liam Flaherty, who was being tutored at the Gilderland Public Library, as he is every Saturday, and didn't know that two Union soldiers were standing outside his door. And he was surprised and signed on. And this was a -A Make-A-Wish Foundation wish that came true. Liam just loves history, particularly military history. And here he is using a feather pen, to sign on to be part of the 125th Regiment, and we salute him. From the editor, our editorial spans two pages this week. It was our annual uh, trip to the New York Press Association Convention, And we won many awards that are detailed here. Overall in the state for single flag papers, those are independently owned as we are proud to be by myself, Marcello, and my husband, Gary Spencer. We came in third in the state and um, are so pleased. We have readers that support us in our quest for journalism. A particular note was um, we won again this year, first place in... A category that spans all size papers, community leadership, the very tragic death of Alyssa on Hearst Road and the coverage following that in editorials. We're happy the road has now been straightened. We called Alyssa's father because it comes with a $500 prize to see how you know she would like it spent. And he told us, he. we reached in Seattle, Washington, and he signed on to make an independent film that is drawing from her life. So that is called Project Alyssa, if you want to look into it. And we're very proud to be part of that. Elizabeth Floyd Mayer was recognized with a second place in in in-depth news for her ongoing coverage of Justice Booth's death in a wood chipper in Gilderland. She also was recognized for Best News Story for the piece that she wrote about Nathan Agnetta, who... Um, he and his family were very forthcoming about what it was like for him on the autism spectrum being arrested on felony charges with a fake bomb threat at the Gilderland schools and how that was resolved. Michael Koff, as always with excellent sports pictures was recognized with a second place for this one of the Voorheesville girls volleyball team celebrating and the judges quite correctly said great emotion great moment great image. Carol Coogan for the second year in a row won best cartoon and this is just an incredibly heart-wrenching drawing, a woman in pain and screaming with other women trapped in a jar. Um, I won for Best Editorials again this year, and this is one that was part of the package. It was supporting transgender students, and again with another wonderful drawing by Carol. Our whole staff is to be commended, as is our readership, our subscribers who support us. And moving along, we have many opinions, as always. Bonnie Spencer was very hurt when her pet ducks, Ophelia and Pompeii, were hit by a driver who was nice to stop, but the ducks died, and she urges going more slowly on Bows and Kill Road. The old man in the mountain, John Williams, is telling us about Doodlebugs, the old men were reminiscing over these uh, vehicles made uh, out of old car parts and farm vehicles. Caregiver's Corner. Um, this week, uh, Linda Miller. I see we left off her byline, but you can tell she wrote it down here with the caregivers. Uh, what you need to know about the new Medicare cards, and then we also heard from Betty Ann Philkins. We've written several times about fundraisings for her sister, who for four years has been battling cancer. It's now moved to her bones. We wish her the best, and there are. There's now an appeal for donations. Lots of things happening. Um, Ed Rosen loves Michael Nardacci, our geology columnist. We do, too. Um, Laura Shore, part of the ACT, Altamont Community Tradition, is organizing, as always, this year. It's April 21st for the spring cleanup. We have a letter from Darlene Stanton uh, um, inviting all to the upcoming Chicken and Biscuit Dinner. And Darlene will be right here at this table tomorrow for our podcast next week, which will um, look at her rise to head the New York Department Auxiliary of the VFW. Anita Marone sent us some lovely praise. Thank you for that. It's nice when we hear so many negative things to get a positive letter. Janice Schillinglaw has written a lovely piece all about the work done by Mike Millar, here collecting for people hurt by the hurricanes in Texas. He's a longtime volunteer on many fronts in New Scotland and is going to be honored. As Volunteer of the Month, his son will accept the award because he is going to be vacationing in Greece. We have a letter from Judy Kimes for the New Scotland Historical Society, John Shear who grew up in New Scotland, is now the historian and lives in Clifton Park, and will talk about how to preserve history in a growing suburban town. Al Gaze had written a letter about the American Legion riders, and they have raised enough money to send a whole flight of Vietnam veterans to Washington, D.C., and you're invited to come for the takeoff in the early morning hours of Saturday and the return in the evening, and our photographer Michael Koff will be there covering that. John O'Mara, the vice president of the Prospect Hill Cemetery Board, is writing about the vast history of that cemetery in Gilderland, and also encouraging people to join in a spring cleanup, making it ready for Memorial Day. Starting our news, Elizabeth has written about two appointments that happened Tuesday night. As everyone's aware from our extensive coverage on Judge Sherwood resigning after his arrest, there is now a new judge in town, Christine Napierski, and a familiar face, Gregory Weir, has been named, he's head of Parks and Rec now, he's going to replace... Steve Oliver as the Superintendent of Highways. Congratulations to both of them. Elizabeth has also written on the final version of the Gilderland School budget, which is $100.9 million, and voters have a chance to vote on May 15th. H. Rose Schneider has written about happenings in Knox. One of them is here. You can see on the edge of this picture, Michelle Viola Strait holding up a banner with her son, a Marine, and Ed Aykroyd in the background. These banners are going to be unfurled in Gilderland weekend hence, and will soon be also in the Hilltowns, and that's why she was at the meeting. The story focuses on a new post. There will be an alternate for both the planning and zoning boards in Knox, and um, Rose interviewed Kristen Snyder, who is the new appointment for the zoning board. We have arrests, as always. There was an accident in Glenmont where a woman with two small children in the car was hit by a car. The police say the driver was driving drugged, did not yield the right-of-way. He was in serious condition with injuries himself and had to be extricated. We have the final, I think, follow-up on this story we've been following for a year now, where David Mazio of Gilderland and Michael Caruso of Schenectady were convicted of fraud and money laundering, and they've now been sentenced to lengthy terms in state prison. Rose has written about the Westerlo um, plans to upgrade its highway garage. It was defeated in a bond issue soundly, and now there are hopes that there will be a grant that will help with needed repairs there. There will be a school board race at Burnock Westerlo. The incumbent, Lillian Sisson Chrysler, is going to be challenged by Randy Bashwinger, who is a familiar Face in the Hill Towns as the GOP chair in Bern and also the highway superintendent in Bern. Lots going on in Farnsworth. This Farnsworth student, Beth Irwin, uh, wanted to get a Girl Scout badge and ended up um, being on an episode of um, the Facebook watch program, Face the Wild, got to dangle from a helicopter, eat a scorpion, (laughs) and other exciting things. And Senator, State Senator Neil Breslin visited a class at Farnsworth where the kids... This was a photograph by Michael Koff, who witnessed how well-informed they were and peppered him with questions on everything from gun control to LGBTQ rights. And here he is giving a high five to a student that asked, why didn't he run for president? He is 75 and said he was too old. This is more on the banners program, which will be Running at the same time in Tawascent, the park, and also at the library, the banners will be up. But visiting that day for the unveiling will be a traveling wall. The Vietnamese memorial for the Vietnam War will be visiting Gilderland that day. And here we have a young man who is going to be playing with the Del Mar Community Orchestra, Max Couliard, he's a clarinetist, and the wonder, wonderful things about his background in that. And we also have here a faith retreat for women that are cancer survivors, and details are included. Sean Mulcairn wrote about a familiar face to us, Lisa Fazulo, who has had a with her daughter a, a web build a web business and also uh, used to have a tattoo school and shop and has now opened a painting place where people can come and express themselves. And here she is with her two daughters, and here she is painting a lovely feather. Um, The business corner, we have... A retirement Harold Gosling with a career in the National Guard. We have Laberge welcoming Dennis. Pilla, I think that's how you say his name, and we have an offer for internships in various state agencies people can apply to over the summer. As always, lots going on in our libraries, and Bruce Deerstein, who our listeners are familiar with because he's done podcasts with us, he's an excellent historian, he'll be talking at the Byrne Library about the Erie Canal. And here's a very proud creator of a bowl of tomato soup, as he called it. And we wrote last week about Irina Frinta in her 90s, writing her first novel. She, of course, is a well-known artist who lives in Altamont, and she'll be having a book signing party at the Altamont Library. And that's today, 7 p.m., At the Bethlehem Library, these library staffers are wearing what's called fascinators, and they are made by a volunteer and will be worn at the Royal Wedding Party on May 18th, and you could get yourself a fascinator if you'd like. More from Elizabeth on the Child Victims Act. Um, We had a podcast right here earlier with Richard Tolner of Rensselaerville telling about his being sexually molested by a priest. He's now an advocate for this law, which would extend the statute of limitations so that victims of child sexual abuse Um, right now have to come forward by the age of 23, and it would extend that if the legislation were passed. More from people at the protest. This woman's gotten quite a bit of uh, press lately. Her name is Kat Sullivan. She was a student at Emma Willard School for Girls in Troy when she said she was raped by her... Teacher and the settlement from the school, she used the money to buy billboards, having seen the movie about three billboards, um, raising consciousness about the issue. Rose has taken this wonderful picture of Muriel Frasher on her first night at the bench in the Rensselaerville Town Court. She's the new judge there and has had a really interesting life. The community calendar is filled with activities for all. Something that Michael covered was E equals MC squared, which is a project at Gilderland High School where motivated students on their own, like Fribonia here, who worked in the field of biology, which she wants to pursue. And here we have Noah Cohen Greenberg, who did a scientific analysis of stand-up comedians, and they shared what they had learned with the public. We also have a story from Sean on the Loriesville Library Board, and this man, Alan Kowalekitz, is the only candidate for the board, and he had some interesting ideas about what he'd like to see happening there. Lots and lots of classified ads, and this includes Help Wanted, and we even have an Continuing over to another page, this is the rest of the story I wrote on Liam Flaherty. Here he is buttoning up his Union jacket he was given with his mother Stephanie and father Matt helping out. And here he is reviewing the 125th Regiment. And um, we just admire him so much. He has battled himself um, as a soldier soldier Against cancer, and right now we're happy to say is cancer-free. We hope that keeps up. This is an obituary on Debbie Noel, who um, whose children were her world. Her family wrote, and she sadly died young. Elizabeth has taken this picture at the corners of Route 20 and 146 to let people know how it's being leveled. The old bank is gone. Polito's left long ago. It was an early 18 or late 1700s building. It went to Connecticut. And this will become a Cumberland Farms convenience store and gas pumps and may even someday have a car wash, according to plans that they presented earlier. And, oh, we have our favorite news hound, Beulah, and she's listening to podcasts, and you should too. Finally, we have the BKW Bulldogs, who are off to a great start, and they're shown here biting back, as Michael Koff says, and fetching a win, as Rose says, with some pretty stunning pictures. With that, we close out the week and wish you a good one.